0: Brian Broadus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton.
1: It is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023, season 19 episode number 82. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Real Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we got our full crew back in here. I do not have my full voice back yet, though, but we're going to power through again today and talk a little Cowboys football with you guys. I got during the mid-quarters portion of the show, we're going to get into what I call our final trimester preview Hmm. uh, for the final five games of the season. I got some questions for these guys to help set that all up. Uh, We'll do some player evaluations. There are some players that uh, I think we haven't talked about enough uh, that I think maybe we should have some conversations about, and I'm going to throw out some names and toss it up and let these guys go, which they do so well. And uh, we'll have a little lab coat in the final segment. I'm sure Patrick is ready for that, and if he's not, he's got like about 40 minutes to be able to prepare. Always ready, Mike. All right, cool.
2: And I have a game which you made me prepare for. Wait,
1: back up, back up. I thought we did the game yesterday. No, no, don't back up.
2: Did we do the game yesterday? No, Derek. We didn't go to her in the final segment for the game? No. We did questions today and questions. questions.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're going to rush through this We so we can so get this to the is game. This, the is,
2: this se- is what <laughs> I got to deal with. But it, it's okay because we all know you and we know you didn't fully prepare for this show today. So we so. have... Between Patrick and I, enough stuff <laughs> <Absolutely>. to get <laughs> Stay ready, so with to the get ready. lab coat and then yeah, the yeah. little... But yeah, yeah. mine is a short game. It's nothing okay. too wild. But well, you know, the
1: interesting thing is like everybody, everybody in the whole world should have an Amber in their life because I don't care what you do and what you accomplish. They will make sure you never, ever, ever Humility. think too much of your Humility. So I thank Amber for being yes. that person in my life. You need an Amber in your and,
2: life. And, and for people... <laughs> real quick, real quick, before right before the show started, that we went on air. I'm minding my own business, looking stuff up on my laptop, and Derek just decides to close my laptop. So you didn't This, need is, it. You're this good. is what <laughs> see, this is what started, and so just so that people don't think I'm you don't just uh, you know one uh, of those. a
3: big big meanie. Yeah, yeah
2: I'm, I'm
1: not. I'm, I'm just not. having my little sister around, so yeah, <laughs> it comes that you know I it just that. it works. All right, let's talk uh, a little bit about Mr. Shaq Leonard. He makes a decision yesterday. He's gonna sign with the. Philadelphia Eagles what's your reaction
3: Um, I mean you know I wanted him here um, on record as wanting him here. Um, obviously, it goes without saying I don't like his decision, um, but I understand his decision just as I would have understood if he had chosen the Cowboys. Um, but he sat back and he watched um, the Eagles get demolished at Lincoln Financial Field by the 49ers and that probably led to Sirianni who has a pre-existing relationship with him from their time in Indianapolis and Roseman calling him back up and maybe you know changing or you know making the parameters of their offer a little bit more attractive. And that might have been the tiebreaker, um, but I, I'm confident that the Cowboys' package, as far as what they sold to him, was an easy one. We talked about what that involves and everything. Without getting back into that, but you know he 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 chose a side. So now the Cowboys' goal needs to be to make him regret his decision. And I will also say that uh, while I was all in on adding Shaq Leonard. I'm still all in on what Marquise Bell does and, and, you know, the continued growth of Damone Clark. And obviously I would like to see more um, from Rashawn Evans as far as impact goes. The workload is there. The snap count is there. But I want to see as time goes if he can continue to grow in Dan Quinn's system. So it's not, not having Shaq Leonard is not going to be anything that costs the Cowboys the season, I don't believe. But having him would have definitely been that luxury item that would have possibly taken them over the top is how I look at it.
4: Could have... uh could have absolutely used him. Yeah. Could have absolutely used him because I think it would have freed up Bell to do some other things that you probably need to figure out. Uh, the safety group has not played up to the standards that It needs to uh, defensively. I mean, when they're really good on defense, it's their safety. They're really good up the middle of the field. And right now, I think they're struggling a little bit with that with right now. And I think that would have allowed Bell to maybe have some other responsibilities. Not taking him off the field, but maybe you put him out there uh, in a situation where uh, now he's in coverage with tight ends. Maybe you put him in a situation where he's dealing with backs. Maybe you're using him as a spy uh, for some stuff, but you free him up. Uh, Leonard would have come in, you know, absolutely would I think he would have helped you in the run defense aspect of it. He's got length. He's got ability to play downhill. He's a sideline-to-sideline guy. Um, You know, maybe the metrics are not totally positive for him, but I think it's a better option because I think it would have freed up some other players to do some things. I don't think this came down to money. I think it came down to really what – he viewed as an opportunity the eagles are right. probably a little bit more banged up at linebacker than you are mm-hmm. and so uh, and maybe he wanted just to you know maybe he he had that relationship with with Nick Sirianni from his days in Indianapolis he also had a relationship with a couple of the cowboy players But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to work out for you that way. Both teams wanted this guy, uh, and I think that's something you don't lose focus of. Uh, If people, you know, if you're one of those fans that say, well, the injuries and all that, I don't want the guy, well, your front office wanted this guy. You know, don't forget that. You can can push it off however you want. He made the decision. The Cowboys wanted this guy. The, The Philadelphia Eagles wanted this guy. He chose Philadelphia. That was his decision. I think, like Patrick said, I think the Cowboys made a generous offer to him. It's a one-year deal, and but we'll see. Uh, you know, the playing time will probably be more for him in Philadelphia, and maybe that's the decision that he made, and that's what he based it on. I, I don't think the Cowboys have anything to be ashamed of or embarrassed by. Players makes decisions all the time. He had he was holding all the cards here but make no bones about it, both teams wanted this guy. Mm-hmm. And they were willing to put aside a lot of injury history yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. to get this guy. And that's not something that always is done at this front office. They believe in Jim Mauer, They believe in Britt Brown. You know, They believe in all this. And when they say, hey, he's got this, but we'll sign off on it, you're damn straight the Cowboys wanted this guy. It just didn't work out this time.
2: Uh, Not me. I was like, whatever, bro. Didn't even want you anyways. Didn't even want you anyways. (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. Um, I completely agree with everything you guys said. And I thought it was going to be one of those uh, done deals, especially after the loss against the Eagles. I'm like, why'd you want to go play there? But that's exactly why. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, No, uh, good luck, to. And I got his decision, whatever. But it's one of those things, okay, I'm glad now we can move forward mm-hmm. and it's not one of those that keep I mean you can't really drag it out cuz it's December and Good. you got to make you a decision it. but it, I'm just glad it wasn't one of those situations where you're it goes into like now one week turns into two weeks type of situation which we have gone through Odell, with Beckham different players kind of around yeah, here yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely so
1: Yeah you know one of the interesting things is uh, if if the reports are accurate one of the reasons why he he was kind of falling out in 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 Indy is because he wanted to play more. He wanted right. to be a three-down mm-hmm. three player, and he had been reduced to basically being a two-down player. Right. And if you start thinking about how the Cowboys match up, my suspicion is he probably would have it's been two used down as a two-down player. player here yeah. in Dallas, uh, that they would have had safeties on the field on third down. And and so maybe that was the difference. Maybe that was the instance where he's like, I kind of left that because that's not what I wanted. I don't know that I want to go back into that Uh, that type of situation when that's really what I was trying to get away from. And Philadelphia, with all the injuries they had, they may not have any choice but to play him on all three downs. And it gives him an opportunity to do what he thinks he can still do. So, look, all the way around, and I heard you say this on uh, 105.3 The Fan yesterday, Brian, I think it's this stoop point that nobody really knows other than him. But I do think relationships matter. I think he's got some relationships up there that he doesn't necessarily have here. Um and I think that makes a difference and I and I do believe that's also a part of it. I haven't talked to Shaq Leonard, but I would guess that as as it would be for any of us yeah. when you have relationships going into a work environment it makes the work environment better, right? Yeah. It makes it, you, you can trust that person a little bit more because you know them, you have history with them. So, 100%. I,
3: I think ultimately for him, it probably was a 51-49 type deal. I think he legitimately went into this past weekend as a 50-50 coming out of both the visits from here and in Philly, and he just wanted to watch the games and see how things transpired, have a couple more conversations with the, the people he has the relationships with, and then ultimately it was 51-49 Philly, and it, it probably likely went to relationships, but also the fact that, like you said, um, the Cowboys would like to have him here. The, the Eagles absolutely need him there. Um, and because they absolutely need him, he's virtually guaranteed to get on that field as a starter and get as many reps as he wants, which is what he was not getting in Indianapolis and which he was unsure that he would get in Dallas. He knows for a fact that he's going to get it in Philadelphia. So, yep.
1: Alright, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a quick, early, quick early break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into our final trimester preview. We'll do that in a second. This is the DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
5: Back to the break.
4: Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his cowboy-themed cottage in the Star District through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with code STAR5. Visit the slash Santa for more info.
1: Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. A segment brought to you by blockchain.com. All right. Let's do our final trimester preview. Uh, I've got a list of four questions I'm going to ask you guys about the final five games of the season. Let's start with the first question. Who is the toughest opponent left on the schedule? you got Philadelphia at Buffalo, at Miami. And then Detroit. I'm not going to throw in Washington and Washington Mm -hmm. right now. But let's talk about those four. Which is the toughest opponent left on the schedule? I'm going with
3: Miami. Um, I think Miami is a nightmare fuel as far as their offense is concerned. That speed at every position and their ability to to stretch you pre-snap laterally before they stretch you vertically. It's just it's dangerous stuff. And then you talk about Tyreek Hill, um, the only wide receiver that is worthy to be in the MVP conversation, and then the chemistry he and uh, and Tua have right now. Uh, and Mike McDaniels uh, is doing some special stuff down there in, in Miami. You talk about what Kyle Shanahan is doing out west with San Francisco. Well, McDaniels is doing the same thing, uh, if not a little bit more creative down in, in Miami. So... Um, I mean obviously the the Eagles are going to give you everything they got but there's some familiarity there right you don't have that familiarity with with the Miami Dolphins I'm not going to say the Buffalo Bills they're up and down I think you can handle that the weather's going to be a factor obviously but you know Detroit Lions are going to give you a big a couple handfuls actually but for me it's it's that Miami Dolphins game in Miami really jumps out Get an idea well,
4: She's not Internet. going to Miami, so I'm going to go with no. That. I,
2: I was no. I was going to say they Miami is a very very competitive team, and they've caught everybody's attention. They've started changing things over there, and they're just they're really good. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those <laughs> yeah. things that the Cowboys do have to travel to their home, uh, which is Miami. the second Miami. weekend in the world. Yeah, second week, then. but so it's it's going to be a tough one. Just Given what we've seen the Cowboys do on the road, you know, against really good opponents. Mm-hmm. So that's mainly the reason why I would think they would be the toughest one. But Buffalo... Um I'm going to hate that game. It's (laughs) going to be cold. That's why you're going to hate it. Our last Buffalo trip was was, uh, terrible. We flew through (laughs)
4: like a tornado. (laughs) That trip was everything was bad. It was the last one I went on ever.
1: The weather can't change, obviously, this far out. But I looked it up the other day. It doesn't look horrible for Buffalo in December. I think the high is in like the 40s, the low in the 30s, it was virtually little wind for them. It was like 9, 10-mile-an-hour wind uh, and no precipitation. You get that. In Buffalo in December, think of yourself as blessed. Like, that is a yeah. great day for football in Buffalo in December.
3: Did so, you just jinx it? No, we'll see. Let's just jinx it. It,
1: it's supposed oh to snow God. earlier yeah. that week, but no snow by the end of the week. So, All I the know, we'll see. There's Our
2: last the trip there, <laughs> and everything was the terrible, right, <laughs> yeah. Brian? Bad trip. <laughs> bad trip,
4: bad trip, trip all around, man. So bad, I said, I'm not doing this anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, dro- they drove me the, off the road. Was that the trip we did? Like, I quit. Came in my office and like, I quit. Derek, I'm not. I'm going done. To the road I'm not going.
4: Again. I go. You got a be.
2: They're, they go. Uh, sorry, I switched to Spanish there for a second. Um, <laughs> Brian was like, "If we land this plane here in Houston, I'm getting off Rob the Phillips plane." Rob Phillips and I were. I'm getting <laughs> off the plane. I'm getting a rental car. And whoever wants to come with me can come, but I'm Rob driving like back I to will. Dallas. Because Rob
3: already hated flying. Yeah, yeah?
1: no, so, Rob and Brian, the two of them yeah. on a plane. Like you experience some turbulence, you're gonna start getting. We flew. We flew through, them, like, we, we flew through oh. a tornado. Is
4: what we did. We couldn't <laughs> land in Dallas, and the plane was. We were running
2: every, out of gas. we <laughs> were running out of gas.
4: We had to fly, and oh then we God, and then we had to fly terrible. back through. And we we flew over Dallas to get to Houston. <laughs> yeah, so we couldn't land. So we had to fly, and I, I said, you open that door, I'm out of here. I, I, will, I will jump down off the thing. I will jump down and get a car. I'll walk the tarmac. And that was it. I told Derek, I said, you got a beautiful studio here. We're going to start doing Cowboys playing those game shows in the studio. And he goes, oh, okay, it sounds like oh. a good idea. But good uh, stuff. It's Miami. Miami, they'll throw the ball, and they won't let you throw the ball. And that's your two, the two strengths right now. I mean, you've got to play pass defense against Miami. You've got to deal with their speed. It's very, very tough. They're going to have to deal with your, uh, your ability to rush the passer and Tua in a way that very creative offense. We all kind of understand that with Miami. But defense, I don't think they get enough credit for their defense because they, they don't let you that's throw fair. the ball. Philly will let you throw the ball. Philly will let you throw the ball to the point where you can beat him throwing the ball, you know. So I kind of feel like Miami, not a common opponent, not somebody you have a whole hell of a lot of confidence in. Uh, I think the last time we went there, Tony Romo got a win uh, when we went to the. That was one of the games we did. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's 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 Miami just because of how they are matchup wise, offense and defensively. Which is
1: the most important
3: game of those four? The one coming up on Sunday against the Eagles, um, especially with the Eagles suffering that loss against the 49ers. Now, the Cowboys take care of business and split the series against the Eagles. Then, effective Monday morning, the Cowboys have uh, first place uh, in the NFC. What Eagles. is that tiebreak? Because at that point, well, they are right now tied... It, well, and, it'd be division record because the Cowboys will have the lead four one in the division, whereas the Eagles would be three two. So the the Cowboys would have the division lead by yeah. virtue of that alone, yeah. and then it plays out from there. Yeah, and um, there'd be no
1: way for Philly to catch them unless Dallas is well, there's a,
3: there's, there's the a There's season.
4: a conference record thing, I think, that's involved, and then there's the a yeah. strength of wins that are involved too. Yeah, and they well, it a, never
1: gets to that. I'm saying it never yeah. gets to that as long as the Cowboys take care of business against Washington. Right, right. Yeah, yeah.
4: But there's a strength of there's a there's a component of this thing called strength of wins. And they have a win against Kansas City. You have a win against because it's you really play common
1: opponents. It's throughout.
3: Yeah. Unless yeah. You, so, unless just to be clear, though,
1: you said they're, they, well, they be, have a they've already two, beat two beat the record in the, in the in the No, I said the Cowboys. Were you saying in they the division they have a three two
3: record? No, they're three. The Eagles are three and one in the division, yeah. division right now. If they lose to the Cowboys, Wait, they, who did they
1: lose to in the division? Hold
3: on, they say. have not lost. They have they're not, not lost. lost. No, no, no. Three, okay, so they'd be no. three and one in the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, okay. they're three zero. They've got Dallas and Giants. So be three one versus four and one. Cowboys would still take it because they have four wins versus three. wins. Right, but
1: they effectively the Eagles could tie that one up because if they would win the rest of their games in the division, then it would become down to those. Tie breaks, right. which that's that's going to get real messy to figure out who would be the conference champion at that point. But mm-hmm. but I mean, it, division, division, yeah. right.
3: so they they take the in the division on Monday if they take the win against the Eagles, 4-1 versus 3-1 in the division. And then things really get interesting because then you have to see what happens with the 49ers and a Seahawks team that looks like they're ready to play some football again. And then things just have to go out from there. And the Cowboys, we talked about strength of schedule going through the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Cowboys have a much tougher road. Who are we talking about after the Eagles? Buffalo and then Miami. And then you have the Detroit Lions coming to town. The Detroit
4: game is the most important game. Detroit's the most important because that's, I think that one's going to come down to maybe determining seeding, yeah. you know, when you start like to talk it. about that. When, uh, you know, if you, if you take care of business and you get through the Detroit game, now it's going to talk about can you find a way, is there possibly get the one seed? Are we looking at maybe a two seed here? Yeah. So I think the Detroit, because I think Detroit's one of those teams. You've got to watch for Green Bay in that division now. Because the, they look like they might be a six <laughs> or seven in this thing, but who knows if Detroit starts to go south, then maybe my prediction of Detroit. I, I think sure all the games are super important, and you know, but the the last one I think that's the one that the Detroit game is the one that's going to matter whether you you whether you, how you get seeded or potentially maybe uh, you know maybe it might win the division for you if you you get to that point.
2: Uh, I understand that logic for sure. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> this weekend, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, against the Eagles, there's nothing I want more right now than to beat the crap out of them this weekend. Because... Can bothering you a little bit? Uh, yes, you can hear it in my voice. And, mm. and, and you guys get it all the time on Twitter. You mm. know best to not feed into mm. it or <laughs> mm. but man. Or
3: selectively. These
2: people are driving it. me nuts. But <laughs> we feed into um, it
3: selectively.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, because you guys are not afraid to respond or quote tweet and Brian is really <laughs> good at that too. Uh <laughs> But right now, yeah, my focus is on this weekend and just, like, embarrass them, hopefully. Hopefully it's not a, t- a very close game. But and also it just... goes
3: to that point. It also goes to, to morale going forward. <clears throat> I mean, you, you lose a, a close one in Philadelphia. Uh, you've already, you know, got blown. The door's blown off by the 49ers. Yeah, you beat a very, very capable Seahawks defense, and you basically walked in with 41 points. Um, but the narrative is still kind of out there. Like, can you beat one yeah. of the top teams? And here comes the Philadelphia Eagles, who just got mopped by the 49ers. And you have an opportunity to create more fractures in their morality while also boosting yours and saying, you know what, we can start off December with a win like that and avoiding letting the Eagles sweep you. Because if the Eagles sweep you, man, that's not how you want to start off this particular part of your season, the most difficult part. So it also goes to morale as well.
1: I'll tell you this one thing. I'm I'm actually thinking if the Cowboys beat Philadelphia this weekend – to me, it becomes even more important that they keep winning, that they don't drop a game. Because here's what typically what, here's what will happen in this situation: the Cowboys beat Philly. I think the tie among all those teams means that San Francisco, beat by virtue of head to head, now becomes the them, one seed. On I no longer want the five seed if they're the one seed, because that means I'd have to win Week One and then I got to go to San Francisco in Week Two. Well, I that's don't want
4: unless that. unless Green Bay finds a way to beat somebody that's. Depending, maybe yeah. Because, I don't. I don't trust that. Yeah. I don't
1: trust that necessarily. But but I, I get your it, point. It depends on who. It
4: depends on who six seven is. It, right. If it's if it's uh, it could be it could be Green
1: Bay. It, Seattle could be in that mix, hmm. and maybe even the Rams. Yeah. could be in that Rams mix. But, but the too, thing yeah. about it is I don't see any of those teams that you just mentioned. I don't see either one of them going into Philadelphia or going into Detroit and beating those two teams. So my thought is they're going to hold serve. Yeah. Dallas upsets whoever is the, the fourth seed, mm-hmm. and then it sets up for them to have to go to San Francisco in Week 2. That's the same scenario as last year. I don't necessarily well, want to see that. Did
4: you say Detroit? Did you say right. that you were about, worried about somebody not beating Detroit? Yeah. Green Bay went to Detroit
1: just last I, two I weeks hear you. ago. I hear you, but I'm saying in the playoffs – I trust Detroit to get that okay. done. I really do. In the okay. playoffs, at home, okay. I trust Detroit to get that done. That all being said, you're right. Any one of those teams can. Yeah. We know how the NFL goes, right? Right. But my point is, I don't necessarily... I, if the I never Cowboys thought the win this Giants weekend, were going
4: to beat the Vikings last year in a, in a yeah, playoff game. Right. Exactly. I never, I never and, thought that. And it
1: happens every year. Somebody yeah. upsets somebody. Right. Like We always see this. But I guess the point is, I, if the Cowboys are going to beat Philadelphia and take them out of that one spot, mm-hmm. now it becomes even more imperative that Dallas is the d- division winner because I want them being able to play at home. Right. In those playoff games and put off that that matchup with San Francisco until the conference championship. If I can avoid them until the conference oh, hey, championship, that to me is, is the best case scenario for Dallas. Hmm. I don't want to necessarily have to go and play at San Francisco in round two.
3: I like what Mike McCarthy said yesterday as far as this gauntlet that's coming up. He said he's looking forward to it because this is basically a uh, playoff football without the consequences of the playoffs. Yeah, um, this is by the end of December. We are going to know what this Dallas Cowboys team is going to do in the playoffs. I'm, I mean, I'm 99.9% confident they're they're going into the playoffs. Question is, um, how confident? Will they be going into the playoffs? what kind of role will they will they not be on going into the playoffs? Um, so I love McCarthy's stance on it. I love that thought process and, and I believe that the, the locker room is bought into that as well and it starts right here with getting that morale boost by you know knocking around the Philadelphia Eagles one week after they got knocked around by the San Francisco 49ers and then the conversation next week is no is finally no longer um, if it's you know Eagles 49ers Cowboys, maybe it's then 49ers Cowboys. Eagles. Mm-hmm. And it's a much better conversation for the Cowboys. But yeah, then they'd have to keep winning. But I mean, they better plan on keep winning yeah, because no yeah, all this matters. The race
1: is tight. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about the, th- the third question now for you guys. What position most concerns you uh, for the remaining matchups? Is it defensive backs,
3: linebackers, or
1: right tackle? Mm-hmm.
3: Defensive backs, linebacker, or right tackle? already
1: called out the safeties. That concerns yeah. you more than those? I, uh, Not the defensive backs, that
4: includes the safeties and the corners. I, I just, if you said individually, though, and I'm trying to think, because the right tackle, I think, has played very well. I think as a whole, yeah. last week it was a little bit of struggle for all the guys. Yeah. And you're going to play some teams that can really get after you. Yep. We found out that they, when the right tackle doesn't play very well, they lose games. And so I think that would be a concern for me right now. But I am concerned about the safety play here.
3: I would go with defensive backs um, and not not cornerbacks. So I'm with Brian. I would pull the safeties out of that. And, and being more specific, I would pull Malik Hooker out of that as well because I think he's, for the most part, been playing some really good ball. But let's
1: be clear here. Let's be clear. When you say pull the, the cornerbacks out of it, Cornerbacks were having some issues this last game. Bland had receivers. a bad day in the office and, until he
3: did Right, and yeah. by the
1: way, that that's the kind of player he is. So when you're going to match up against that's a Tyree Kill, hmm? and two you're going to match now. up against a, a Diggs, until you know, you're going to match up against, you're going to match up against AJ yeah. Brown. Like you were matching up against some of the best receivers in the NFL. 100%. I hear what you're saying, but the cornerbacks have to be a part of that conversation. Uh, that's as well, right?
3: fair, and and while that's true, it's also true that it's the same cornerback unit that put the clamps on Puka and Cooper Cup. It's the same cornerback unit that uh, when they went into Philadelphia, (laughs) yeah, other than a – perfect throw down the left side to Devontae Smith that was indefensible and A.J. Brown getting that touchdown. For the most part, they bottled up those receivers for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, while to your point, Bland did struggle the past couple of uh, weeks as far as yardage allowed before he put the clamps on and said this is my interception and or this is my pick six. That's viable. That's a viable concern going forward. But I counter that by simply saying there's also enough film to say I have I have enough confidence in the fact that Bland and Gilmore can get the job done. Um, but when you look at the safety unit, i believe I believe Hooker is playing very well uh, n- n- now. One player, two, notwithstanding, um, I've seen better play from Curse over his previous seasons, but he's starting to kind of come on. But he's you know, battling some injuries. My concern there is the I still don't see primo donovan wilson yet that's so when we're talking about safety play that's my concern right now is i've seen flashes of primo dono on the field but i've not seen the 2022 or 2021 dono yet and hopefully that dono arrives in december because keep in mind again this is a guy who didn't have any training camp because of calf strain but at the same time we're having this conversation now on december 5th yeah so december 5th so now more and more that particular not excuse but that reason becomes less of an actual talking point so when it comes to to the safeties i know curse is battling some things um but for the most part i, I kind of agree with brian outside of malik hooker i have not concerns about donovan wilson just wondering when he kicks back into 2022 mode and how healthy is Jaron curse going to be going into this cold stretch when you have to go to buffalo and you're in december um so yeah i'm, I'm with brian on that one and i'm terrence Steele. I, terrence Steele will be fine i've said it before and he was i'll say it again he will be
2: Yeah, I think so, too, as far as Terrence Steele. For me, the number one thing would be limiting uh, penalties, discipline as a whole, defense as a whole. Um, And then going to the secondary. I think, in general, safeties and corners, I think they... They give up some big plays at times and you're about to face some really tough teams that can score points. So big plays. That's that, that gonna Metcalf be that's gonna true. be a battle what there. And I think that as a whole does need to improve because now you're gonna end up having to play hopefully not like the catch up game where now you're depending on your offense to be able to keep scoring the amount of <clears throat> sorry, the amount of points that they have been able to score so far. Um, in the last month. So I think discipline and then just try to not give up as many big plays and yeah. because you've, we've seen a lot of those recently.
1: I'll throw this out there, and we, we've talked about a lot of those other teams and what their skill positions look like. But George Kittle had a really good day against Dallas. Three. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In that week against Detroit, that little rookie – He can ball. Sam LaPorta is playing his butt off. That's going to be a challenge. On top of the receiving Mm -hmm. threats that they got got, and the speed they got with Jameer Gibbs in the backfield, there is a contingent of athletes on that Detroit offense that are really really good so yeah. i think all four of these weeks you can go in there and say every single week yeah. there are athletes you're going to have to match up with and it's going to be a challenge detroit is the closest thing to san
4: francisco you're going to see other than san francisco yeah. because of their offensive line the quarterback doesn't make mistakes they've got skill on the outside they got to tie it in and they got a physical running game yep that's a that's and a, a running game that can break and, any play and, 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 and if you house. look at if you look at their defense they mm-hmm. don't let you run the ball that's one, that's one of their big things, too. They do a really good job with Aiden Hutchinson and those guys. Uh, they, they they play really well up front.
3: And also give a ton of roses to to Dan Campbell. I mean, this is a coach that went in and, and reversed the entire culture of that organization. He has them mm-hmm. believing. He has them bought in. And they're playing like their hair is on fire. They're playing like they have nothing to lose every single week. So, yeah, not only are they scrappy, but they're as talented as they are scrappy. And they are as well coached as they are scrappy. So, yeah, the Detroit Lions are going to be a problem.
1: All right, we're going to take a. We're gonna, we're gonna take our <laughs> final break. We'll take our final break. We'll come back and I'm gonna turn it over to these guys. Amber's got a game, Patrick's got lap coat. We'll be right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
5: Faster than you think. Take five. The official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get fifteen percent off their seventy-five dollar order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com/slash Cowboys with the code Cowboy.
4: 2024 NFL Pro Bowl games are taking over Orlando and the roster is up to you cast your ballot for the 2024 Pro Bowl games vote and send your favorite cowboy players to compete in the ultimate AFC and NFC showdown this February vote now at
1: probowl.com slash vote welcome back final segment of the break live from SWBC mortgage studios at the star amber it is your turn what you got
2: no, it's Patrick. It's Tuesday. You want Tuesday. Pat to go first? Well, yeah, it's Tuesday. It doesn't matter okay. to me. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. And then I'll That's finish fine.
3: off. Uh, okay. Beamer, bring me in.
2: Yes, yeah, science!
3: Nice. All right, so for this week's Lab Coat, ladies and gents, we are going to go with the number 78. Again, the number 78. Um, this Steel. is a metric of, say again? Terrence Steele. Terrence, let's go with it. Let's go with it. Um, it fits. This is a measure John Curtin, of back in the day. series conversion is rate. Yellowstone? No, oh, I need to cool. get into the Yellowstone. I keep telling myself so to start it. Once it's I so start it, it's over though. Like, got to so have time good. to binge a, uh, an elite show like that. Um, so, seventy-eight series conversion rate it measures the rate at which teams convert a given series of downs into another set of downs. So, uh, to put that in layman's terms, it's the success percentage for the Cowboys or any NFL offense as far as earning another set of downs. Be it first, second, third, fourth, doesn't matter. It's about earning the next next set of downs. Cowboys right now are seventy-eight point four percent success rate this season that is a massive number if you want context for that that now puts them in the top 20 most explosive offenses over the past 20 seasons and those offenses include both of Peyton Manning's offenses in Indianapolis it includes the 2007 Patriots with Randy Moss it includes the Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill era from 2016 and then 2020 then 2022 Uh, and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense did it in 2016 with 79 percent, roughly 79 percent. So Dak Prescott has been in this list twice, by the way. Um, but if you want to know how explosive the Cowboys offense has become after those first several weeks of sputtering, they are now one of the top 20 um, best offenses over the past couple of decades going through the first 13 weeks of uh, this NFL season.
1: Have the Cowboys been in that con- been in that list, that top 20? in uh, the other years?
3: Only once. Uh, they were number 12 in 2016, which was the Tony that was a Romo Dak. era. No, 2016. I think 2014. So 2016 was Dak. There were 79.2 success rates. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Dak Prescott has been on this list twice now. Impressive. If you are still questioning the ability of this quarterback, I would advise you to invest in LASIK. The, uh, it's... it's yeah,
4: it's no doubt about that. This team leads the league in number of drives of ten plus plays, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they they punish people when it comes to multiple of uh, that ability to uh,
1: to have drives that are ten or more plays. Now, that's
4: that's that's big in my and, book. You know, and one of the it,
1: things I love about this offense too is uh, there. There's some t- some. Years, I didn't love it the first three weeks. No, absolutely. There not. was nothing to love. But there are there are some seasons <laughs> you were you were the you were worst in the
4: league in air yards. Yeah. Right. Now you're okay. one of the top.
1: You guys, you guys have seen it. there have been years when we've covered the Cowboys where you get a holding penalty kills the drive. Yeah. One of the things I love about this offense is even when they're at first and twenty, mm-hmm. when they're at second and fifteen, second and like they everything is still convertible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have plays in the playbook that they can convert almost any situation, and that's what I love about this offense. They don't get bogged down when a penalty or, or something like that pushes them back, they typically can overcome those kinds of things. And I really love that, love that about
3: this offense. And really quickly, attribution always matters. This is from Computer Cowboy, which I'm a huge fan of, at Ben B Baldwin on Twitter if you guys want to follow him. Uh, he and um, Computer Stats, I mean, I'm sorry, Cowboy Stats and Graphics, um, they're two fantastic follows as far as analytics goes. Um, so this happened to pop up on my timeline from Ben Baldwin and it was just a fantastic stat that made me sit back and, and say to myself, wow, how quickly things have changed for this yeah. Cowboys offense. Once it started clicking, uh, it's it's next level right now. So,
2: It's, it's been fun. impressive for sure. Now what yeah. you got? Oh. What's up? <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
2: right, it'll be fast. Uh, it's not a, nothing crazy. Uh, basically, I'm going to read out some tweets, and you gotta guess who said it, and then...
3: <laughs> okay, Are there people the, on the show? She said no. nothing too okay. crazy.
2: No, Insert it's, crazy it's, it's game. Not, it's not, and I'll give you guys a hint because obviously there are a lot of players on the team. Oh, these are
1: all players. Players. Oh, okay, players. gotcha. Players. Okay, I was about to say, there's a lot of tweets um, a lot of people.
2: That could be good. Maybe I'll do Especially that for next time. Involved
3: in <laughs> so you
2: yeah. y'all, too, going out there. Huh, yeah.
1: that would actually just be a good Halo. game. Like, you just have Brian or Halo. Patrick, and you read the tweet, it's like, who said it? Who said it? Probably they can't answer because they know their own tweets but yeah all right on. first I
2: just one wish
3: Derek would mute me because <laughs> even i get nervous sometimes I was like man should i say that he's like but he know he knows me so i gotta yeah. do what i gotta do it now. is what <laughs> it
1: is look i've been dealing doing like, i'm like it is what it is man do your thing
2: despite Be everything smart. despite everything there derrick is a big supporter and and he is oh, one of the biggest fans of all his Oh, people 100%. under him, 100%. so I
1: actually, I'm sitting back there like all the other people reading like, Like, oh my god, no, you, <laughs> you
2: I took violence
1: today.
4: <laughs> I would like to see Derek one time do a maybe at the end of the year show where he reads the, uh, his top five most stressful moments with his oh, dot com guys. Oh gosh, That's
3: what, oh yeah, that, that probably would be awesome. At guess. least <laughs> <I know. laughs> one of my tweets is making a top five. I don't know which one, but
1: uh, no, honestly, the, the great part about it is. If I had guys that never made me nervous, then I'd be like, I'm not hiring the right people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need people that are willing to get out there and do it. Like, let's go, yeah, let's you go. know? Yeah. That's so some fun one
2: time. I had Derek calling me at like seven 30 PM. Oh, I'm I've, like, got, oh, I've gotten a
3: couple of texts. Oh. <laughs> I've gotten Whoops. a text. It it's, 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 it's rare, but at least once I've gotten a text and it's like, okay, you might need to pull that one back. At least you haven't got yeah.
1: a yeah. call from Marilyn oh. love back in the day. All All in the day. Right, Marilyn, right. in no, that's the ones that are like, yeah. you don't know, like what does it say on your phone? Like, Four it's nine seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you start getting those calls. And oh. It's like oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Really, I'm breaking news. <laughs> Seeing bro have that big a. Hey. Smile when he got off the plane. Wanye Thomas. Thomas. He yeah,
4: made, Thomas. Juan Thomas. He yeah. made yeah. his he's decision. He's a good right follow there. on Twitter, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a great guy.
2: Because yeah. he started
3: he started to ramp up. Like, he wasn't really a Twitter guy. He and I no, had no, this conversation. Yeah. This season, um, he was just like, he had, uh, after training camp, he had a little bit of time. So he kind of tapped in once yeah. or twice and then it just went crazy. And I was no, like, he's a good oh, follow for sure. I was like, he's
4: talking about, he's talking yeah. about uh, Shaq uh, Leonard there. Yeah. Bahini right away with a smile. He was walking with the security dude. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All right. If if they have, n- hold on. Sorry. If they have to run double moves on you to get open, then you are doing something right.
4: Deron Bland. You I mean think they were talking about it? Deron Bland. Oh, they were
1: talking. about Did Dick say that?
2: Yeah, I thought okay. he said. It. I knew or he it said is.
1: something about that, but I didn't know if that was the exact okay. one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. But it was yeah, yeah about, about Bland. Deron yeah. Bland. yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: Um I really don't see no team playing us the same. Watch any film or any game, it's sad, bruh.
3: Curse? That sounds like curse. I thought that was curse.
1: No. no. Parsons? Yes. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I all remember. Right. I remember the tweet.
4: It's I just definitely remember. a bra part at the end. Yeah. <laughs> bra. <Bruh>. Because <laughs> 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 you listen to his podcast, it's a lot of bra. Bra. Yeah. He does a fine job on that too. By the way, yeah. I think oh, he's really yeah. super he's... honest about. Yeah. Like he's not afraid to throw like other people ahead of his teammates, which is kind of crazy, you
1: know, in yeah. itself. But he's, you know, he, he does but when, when you play like he plays, people yeah. will respect it. Yeah. Like it, you're you can, they respect the fact that if you're giving an honest you give him absolutely screen, yeah. you know, it was a good job
2: yeah. uh, boy you're the best player in the NFL right now I'm working to get where you're at
3: see I would have thought was that would have been, been Micah tweet. um It's a defender that's you a...
2: think Micah would be like boy you're th- the best <laughs> This
3: is Andy, as long land? as it's not a pass CD land, land? Yeah, right <laughs>
2: no this is on uh, on, defense. on
4: defense on defense okay Either... oh, Uh another
2: Parsons would it no, no?
3: Malik Hooker,
2: no, free me.
3: Sam Williams. Oh, Sam Williams. Sam, Sam he Williams. About- what was he, he,
2: he was. That's when Mike had replied, "Free me." Oh, then he was talking, and then he quote tweeted him saying, oh. "He's the best player in yeah, the NFL, okay. got it. and that he's working okay. towards being like him." Got,
1: got it. Okay. You got
2: you. Um This one, it's old. From earlier this, but I just saw. I didn't find it, Tony it No, not at oh. all. <laughs> from May, from May. Um, if you saw me at the home run derby today, no, you didn't. Someone who
3: <laughs> Micah
2: was no Micah's pretty good. Wait, Jake Ferguson. Someone who didn't play that good.
3: Oh, oh, oh. If you saw me
2: there, no, you you didn't.
1: Yeah, forget that you saw me. Yeah,
2: forget you saw me there.
1: That's actually funny. I don't know who it was. He's one of the funniest
2: guys on the team.
3: Is it offense? Defense. Defense. Lords? Oh. Close. (laughs) No, no. You're warm. Oh,
1: Osa. Osa. Osa, Osa. Okay. Oh, so next Osa. next door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very close. Osa. Okay. Very next door. Is also that bad? I
3: guess so. I <laughs> plead the fifth. <laughs> it's like Love you, Osa. hitting I the baseball's hard. It is. hard. That's why it's, why hard. it's, it's hard. awesome. Yeah. That's why it's
2: awesome. Um, I guess last one. <laughs> LOL. Every week I see MF <laughs> trying to replicate where I rush from. It's only one of me, man.
1: That has to be Micah. Yes, you
3: did <two> <laughs> a- too, Micah.
2: He's one of the best, yeah, okay. best one to come up with All some right. no, uh, to uh, to spicy Micah. tweets yeah. on there, uh, but. Yeah,
1: I like that game. Spicy tweets. We ought to do that. We do that tweets. one more often. That's fun. I'll
2: take I'll take some from yeah. the host on this. Oh, they, they got some <laughs> spicy ones out there. The, I, I doubt I could find some of yours. There. Could, oh no,
3: you can if you go back through his it, Texas back. And you go for the Texas.
4: Week, to yeah. College yeah. Stuff. yeah, I'm probably not <laughs>
3: talking about the Cowboys like that, yeah. but Texas. Yeah. You can get me going on Texas. Yeah.
1: You definitely can get. I had a <laughs> I mean, with my guy get,
4: Steve. We played a game yesterday on our show called "Is This a Real or False Bowl Game Sponsor." Oh like oh, okay, that's actually. Oh man, that that
3: will be a goal. <laughs> okay, let me like do Pop-Tart one. I'll do one. Right.
4: I'll do one for you here. Right. Okay, since we got bowl season coming up, all right? Okay, is the is there a such bowl game as the Boudreaux's Butt Paste Bowl?
3: Please say no. It's got to be no. Fake. No. Wait, is so this a
4: ridiculous? Ridiculous? No. real sponsor? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it has to fake be yes. fake sponsor. It, it's sponsored. so
1: ridiculous. It has to be true. That has to be
3: true. fake You're sponsor. Saying fake? Because I it has hope to be. because everybody I knows
1: what
4: it, it's a. It's a. It's, it's yes. a wax. It's a cream for little kids for yeah. diaper rash and right. stuff. Boudreaux's right. Butt Paste. No, you I say fake.
3: I, I say fake. Because it I is hope a real is
4: thing.
1: It's got to be a real. Real? Thing. It's got to be a real thing.
2: I'm fake. That's fake. Okay.
1: How about this one, real quick? Mister Zog's Sex
4: Wax.
0: Oh,
1: that's for surfboards. No, no, no. You can't no, do that, can fake. you? Fake,
2: fake. real, real.
1: That's fake. Oh, <laughs> you can't do that.
4: How about this one? Scooter. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't use this because we got a coffee sponsor here, so I won't do this. Okay. How about slap your mama? The slap your mama bowl. That's a. I Cajun, bet you taste
3: that, that season. Cajun good.
4: Creole seasoning. Yeah. Slap your mama bowl.
3: I bet that's real. Yeah, it sounds like it. Could I be bet real. that's real.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, one I of them has to be I don't real. know if they got enough
3: no, money for something real. like that, that, that though. That's like, also part of it. Yeah, that feels like some, uh, now I'm not going to put a region to it, <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> like that seems New real. Yeah, that seems real. That's fake. Yeah. Okay. How
4: about on the final one? How about this one? The Tony the Tiger Bowl.
1: Oh, that's Tony real. Tiger Bowl? Yeah, that seems real. That sounds real. Yeah. Some frost. That's loose. Kellogg's, right? Yeah, Kellogg's. Well,
2: giving everything the how you're going, I'm going to say fake then.
1: That's real. That's the Sunday
3: <laughs> You should have worked <went> with your
2: <laughs> That's why I don't go to casinos ah, and bed ah, or do any of that.
1: <laughs> All right. We appreciate you guys joining us. We're back tomorrow. We start jumping into Cowboys versus Eagles. Hopefully, my voice will be back. <laughs> Until then, for Patrick Walker, <laughs> and us Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Yulton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!